Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Push My Button Game podcast. This is Captain Platinum, and today we're going to do a side quest on Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, and we're going to talk about the road ahead that just came out last week from the devs. I'm the only one here from the actual podcast host. I have with me IG88. Hey. And I have Mudbum. Hello again, everybody. Hey, guys. Um, yeah, so we're part of the BC Alliance, and we're part of BC Strikes Back Guild. So I wanted to ask a couple of these guys to come on and chat with me. So, hey, Mudbum, what is your favorite faction in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes? Um, <laughs> Good question. So for a while, it was actually the troopers. Um, and it actually still might be the Imperial troopers. And the reason I like them is because uh, CG has never really seemed to forgotten about them and has always made them uh, re-relevant in, um, in a lot of their updates. So for a while, they were kind of awful. And then they introduced Range Trooper. And suddenly, the troopers became this very good team that could uh, efficiently get banners in Grand Arena. And then as power spikes happened, they fell out of the meta and they weren't good anymore. And now here comes uh, Piet back in to lead the charge and suddenly the troopers can actually be quite good again. Um, so I think I kind of have a soft spot for them. Uh, they're not the best team out there, but I've always had fun um, and I still continue to have fun just watching them absolutely murder squads with their firepower. Yeah, they are definitely an offensive powerhouse. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it, I always have so much fun with those teams. Yeah, it's been interesting because you can watch uh, Arnold. He uh, he loves his troopers and they're all high yes. up. And then is it does Hellfire and our Hellfire Ren and our guild also have really high troopers? He's a dark side guy, but I can't remember if his troopers are that high. But I know most of his dark side are. Um, I think he has his pretty high. Yeah. So I yeah, those are definitely a good faction that are that's in the game that kind of can be people will underestimate them. Uh, how about you, IGD? What's your favorite faction in the guild in the game? Uh, I think my favorite faction probably is still droids. That was my original meta team, uh, way, way, way back in the day, like 2016, early game. Uh, was uh, IG88, Jawa Engineer, Chief Nebit, IG86, and HK. Um, and so, obviously, some of those guys are not very good at all anymore. Um, but there's still some really interesting droid teams you can run. Um, even if you exclude like the separatist droids, which are kind of their own sub faction. Uh, and I think like the galactic challenge from this weekend, when we unlocked IG 11 kind of shows some of the stuff that droids can do. And it's really annoying. <laughs> it's, it's awful. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> I did the first couple parts of the, the event today and I got to say, thank God I worked up my Zam Wessel because I used her lead to get all those thermal detonators out. <laughs> yeah, oh, she was yeah, clutch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, under her lead, she gets out. So she's only gear 11, but still, it's been enough so far to even get at the low level. It was her and I think Greedo, and my Greedo was really low. And I was using them just to throw as many thermal detonators as out as I could to, to get those feats today. Yeah, and her kit kind of her leader kit kind of works like the old resistance kit, right? Where they, it just generates tons of turn meter every time you pop a, uh, a thermal debt. Mm-hmm. So you, you basically can get more or less an endless turn meter train going, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's been awesome. 
So that's that's worked out well for me today. And uh, I got up through I think tier four, maybe five, and then I you know I took did that on my break. So yeah, yeah, that's 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 this galactic challenge is actually really hard because uh, I don't have my bounty hunters very geared. But thankfully, I I was trying I was playing around with Django, and I was like, okay, this there's like some promise here, and I thought that could work, especially with Mando. Um, and I hadn't done the remod yet, but then Gregan went ahead and did some testing and he actually found a team that beats all the way up through tier seven with no gear 13 characters. Wow. I'll, yeah. I'll have to see what that is. Yeah. It's, I'll, I'll show it off later tonight. I'll make a video or do it on stream, but um, it's pretty powerful and it's a, it's a good way to get those, those slicing mats. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be awesome. Cause yeah, the only relic bounty hunter I have is, is Bosk. So, Oh, I don't even have a relic Bosk. <laughs> <laughs> I did it for ships, baby, for that house tooth. Make it yeah. a little extra durable. Totally yeah. worth it. I know. I, I want to do it. I just have it. I don't even have a JKR relic, for goodness sakes. It's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, it's... I'm just like, what am I doing? <laughs> I've got a relic five rows and my JKR is still sitting there at gear 12. <laughs> so He's like, don't forget about me, mud bum. I know. I'm back here too. Yep. Oh, man so sad uh, for me man i do kind of like the scoundrels still even though mine suck but i love the the stuff you can do with a good scoundrel team especially on defense and i think it's helped with lando having to relic him up i never had him in the beginning when he was meta just it was just one of those teams i never worked up yeah but when you get scoundrel it kind of pulls in the bounty hunters to a few of those but i have so many of those guys that are just kind of sitting out there like I want a gear 13 Enfys Nest, and I just, she's only gear 11 in my roster, and I would love mm. to have her higher, but everything else has taken priority. So Nest was one of the characters I did get to gear 13, and I've, I've pushed her to Relic 4 since then, um, but she's she's kind of the one I have at gear 13 instead of Jedi Knight Revan, which, you know, good, bad, I don't know. It, it can get you a few solos, I guess, in Grand Arena, but it's not jkr so <laughs> yeah, but she's I, definitely I kinda, got her uses yeah she does and i kind of hear you on the lando thing i actually really wish lando didn't like rain down spaghetti on his aoe it just feels so weak to me right Even at gear 13 it's like you crit for seven thousand damage and i'm like what what <laughs> like that's nothing what do you mean seven thousand like my gear 10 snowtroopers aoe does like 14,000 on his crits. What is going on here? Yeah. It just feels so underwhelming. Yeah. One of the guys that I've been trying to work up for that faction is still Vandor Chewbacca. He's still six star. He just always gets the backseat because I'll be like, they'll drop a new character in the dark side nodes. And I'm like, well, you're more important than Vandor. <laughs> yeah. But Vandor is really good. He actually is one of my key 3v3 trip up teams. Um, I run him under Clone Wars Chewy lead with L3, and it's like gear eight Clone Wars Chewy, and then gear twelve on the other two. And even at like six and a half million GP that I'm at, it still trips people up and they two tap it. And I'm just like, ha! <laughs> it's 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 just unreasonably annoying. You can't get the prepared off Vandor, and so he's just always reviving. And you're always like, oh, I gotta kill L3 again. This is stupid. So it's it's actually a really fun team and i love vandor for that so i can't wait to boost him to gear 13 and make that team even more frustrating but yeah little hidden gem yeah, yeah. and l3 is another 
she's in Cantina sitting there, and uh, hopefully with the thing coming up from the road ahead, I'll be able to finish getting her shards faster because oh, I'm at 35 yeah. out of 100 on her. So it'll. Oh, yeah. With the update, you'll get it done in like a day, two days. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna I don't know if it'll be that fast, but Cantina hopefully. Farm is really fast. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be nutty. All right. So that's a fun little chat just on our favorite factions. So overall, what did you guys think about the road ahead as we got it? You know, just overall, are you guys happy? Kind of like eh, about what I would expect or like they could do way better. Um, you, I, I have very mixed feelings about it. And um, Ruben, if you don't mind me going first, I think your information is going to be way better than mine. So we'll get the bad opinions out first. Uh, <laughs> But I I have kind of a mixed bag on this one where I like a lot of the things that they've said, but there are a couple things I'm like, uh, I mean, I see why you did it, but I'm also just like, no, I don't want that to happen. And and I think the biggest thing I'm kind of eh about is um, one, the shard economy changes and two, kind of the challenge tier raid. But uh, we can get to that and, and I can elaborate yep. more when we get there. But just at a high exactly. level, just mixed. Okay. What about yeah. you, IGD8? So I feel like I was disappointed when I first read it because I was like, ah, there's nothing, you know, here now coming out with the anniversary when, you know, they've said kind of wait for the, the end of the year, the anniversary, we got some cool stuff. But kind of the more I thought about it and read it, um, I, I just – it's definitely a good step in the right direction. Uh, I I feel like CG has made some huge leaps and bounds in the last two months, probably. Basically, since they did their big release in the summer when they uh, did the Unity upgrade, I feel like they've improved a lot on communication. And even though we haven't gotten that big content piece, it actually feels like it could be there soon rather than, you know couple months ago it felt like the game was just never going to get anything new yeah i i agree with that it had been i was enjoying some of the downtime because i was actually getting to some of the characters i had never gotten to (laughs) as i was still working on my first order and i'm working on some resistance characters right now i think my last resistance character for ray i'm finally going to have seven star this weekend oh congratulations charge ups yeah yeah it's it's a it's Res Hero uh, Finn, Mr. Bagboy himself. He, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, 97 out of 100, and I got zero, zero shards today. So I was like, no. Classic. Oh, of course. <laughs> I, that happens to me more often than I can count. It's like 99. I'm like, great. And I get them three or four days later. I'm like, what, what, what the hell, man? Like, what happened? <laughs> You're like, so much for RNG. All of a sudden, it goes to crap at the end. Yeah. Right? CG's like, you know, you could just drop 300 crystals and you'd get it like that. And I'm like, mm, I want it. but I literally have had that happen where it was like I did the uh, the refresh and there was nothing. And then I did one more refresh and then it was all five of them. And I was like, I hate you so much. And I needed like two. <laughs> Just like, screw it, I'm rolling all five. Let's just go. <laughs> and I got all five, and I was like, seriously? Of course. <laughs> of course. All right. So the first thing they touched on in the road ahead, as I'm looking at it here, is the fifth anniversary coming up. Did you guys start around the launch of the game? I started the day before The Force Awakens comes out, which, or two days before. It was like that fri- Thursday or Friday I picked up the game. 
at lunch. Someone showed me the game and I was like, I'll give it a try. And it hooked me. So I was about two to three weeks post launch, I would say then if if we're going off of 1125. Um, I joined, I didn't quite join right at launch. I was a little later. I think I joined, um, I'm looking at swigo.gg and it says joined August 30th, 2017. And I don't know if that's when I joined swigo.gg or the game. Um, I think it's, I think it's swigo.gg. I think yeah. that's when you joined their site. Cause the game came out in 2015, right? Correct. Yes. I think I joined it around September of 2016. So right before the one year anniversary is, I think, when I started playing the game. So around Rogue One time frame. So as you were joining the game shortly thereafter, the Rogue One characters started coming in. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I, I did join before the Rogue One characters came in, um, but it wasn't too long before. And it definitely wasn't as the game launched. Gotcha. I started uh, day one. I played for maybe a week, two weeks, decided the game was really boring and there wasn't really anything to do. Um, so I stopped. And then uh, I saw uh, Greg and Eleven, uh, who's uh, my roommate. I saw him playing it summer of 2016. I was like, is that the is that the same game that just came out like you know six months ago? And so I picked it back up and uh, played it for a while. And then uh, when the tank raid came out, that was so broken, and it uh, it made me really mad, and I quit. And then came back about a year later when my brother started playing uh, Fell Swarm. So then I've been playing since. So kind of off and on the whole time. Okay. Yeah, so you've, you've seen some of the ups and downs. Actually, I was going through some of my – so Google Photos like keeps everything on my Android phone – and I was looking back and I have some of the screenshots we used to share with the guild and I'm seeing my like arena rank for squad arena. And I was like trying to get into the two hundreds and <laughs> the highest gear was purple. So yeah, it's like gear 11 max and you see just like clone uh, commander Cody <laughs> as the, the leader. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that was ages ago. <laughs> yep. Ha- you so, don't see that anymore. Cody is yeah. the most irrelevant character, one of. <laughs> <laughs> totally, except for they want you to use him in uh, the light side GOTB for some reason. I've never seen anybody use him in that, and I don't even think I've seen a video or anything where someone's actually beaten that. It yeah, might yeah. exist, but I'm just I, like... I think I've seen or heard of one or two clears, but it's it's all, you know, you need insanely favorable RNG. <laughs> Uh, you got to love the RNG gods in this game. So yeah, the the this is kind of our Christmas in the game is really the way to look at it. Usually we get the Zeta mats and some mod materials. Usually, years ago we any- got Clone Wars Chewy shards and became a yeah. meme. Yeah, usually it's I think every year they gave us one extra Chewy shard because <laughs> that used to be their fix for all the time. They'd be like, "Hey, we messed up. Here's a Clone Wars Chewy shard." Yep. <laughs> the, the good old days of getting useless. You're like, why are you guys still doing this? Like, come on. <laughs> this worked for a while, but I mean, yeah. at this point, what are you doing? Yeah. Here's 200 crystals and two Clone Wars Chewy shards for a character we start yet with. Yep. So Ugh. do you guys. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Nothing. I was just, just sighing and like, oh, uh, <laughs> it's just the memories from it. <laughs> yeah. It's fun to think back on those sometimes. 
so are there any goodies you guys are looking forward to on this day? Do you think it'll be a full Zeta mat? We might a full Zeta, like 20 Zeta shards. Do you think we'll get some high end relic materials? Do you think there'll be, uh, I don't know, Clone Wars Chewbacca shards? I, I hope they include the Clone Wars Chewy shards. Uh, it's just a fun joke at this point. Um, I do expect we'll get kind of just a little bit of everything. We'll get some relics, some uh, mod slicing material, probably a little gear. And the Zeta mats, I think, are, are pretty much a guarantee at this point. Yeah, I mean, looking back at last year, um, I have it up right now, but they gave us a full Zeta and a little extra because they gave us 16 Omegas. And I think an average Zeta costs about 13, um, give or take a few. Um but they gave us a full Carbonti, a full stun cuff, full stun gun. Um, they gave us tons of slicing materials. They gave us Malik and General Skywalker shards. Uh, they gave us Chirotech, um, 25 of each of those, and then a bunch of other gear and the three Clone Wars Chewy shards. But it was it's pretty generous. I imagine that they would not regress and do something similar, if not better, than what they're doing. I'm, I'm expecting the full Zeta again automatically. Would love to see the full carb, uh, stun gun, stun cuff. Uh, you got to imagine they're going to throw in probably some uh, gear 12 finishers in there too um, as as a reward. But we'll, we'll see, I guess, when they finalize it. But it's it's going to, they usually do something pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, I still need a bajillion Mark III Carbonti, a bajillion Mark V stun guns. And then I need the gold eyeball. I need so many of those. So any of those they want to throw out, I'll be happy about. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I oh, I feel you there. I'm I'm out of Carbontes. Actually at zero. It's awful. I haven't been there in years. <laughs> I got up to like 900 at one point, and now I have literally zero. I'm like, what? where did these go? What happened? <laughs> the the thing I, I have a ton of now that I never thought I would have is purple ability mats. I have maybe 4,000, maybe even 5,000 of those sitting around. And I remember when those things were so precious. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, mm-hmm. And yep. now I'm sitting there just going, I need new tunes to put these on. And then how do you, would you, do you guys both have Galactic Legends at this point? Yeah, I've yeah. got three. And okay, I'm got three. working on my third. I only have two more requirements to finish up and then I'll be ready to get my third. Which one's going to be your third? I'm going for the Eternal Emperor. I, I did the higher investment one just because I wanted to get the Galactic Legend. That was the most difficult because I had just a little bit of gear stockpiled. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I thought it might feel better just to be like, OK, you know, JML isn't that far away. I, it, these ge- I only have to gear a couple more people. It's, it should be fine. Yeah. Would you guys be upset if they put in some stuff for Galactic Legends, if they gave some of the ticket farms or towards ultimate abilities or any of that stuff? Because really, if they give us more gas and Malik shards, I'd probably be okay with that. But what if they went above and beyond to like the next level? How would you guys feel about that? So I've never really been much of one to complain when when, uh, any game, but this one in particular does stuff that helps other players. Um, sometimes I roll my eyes like, uh, you know, I finished my, um, resistance hero Poe farm and then they put Piet on that node and it's like, uh, that's kind of annoying, but it's not really a big deal. I already got what I wanted and this just helps newer, you know, younger account players, which is great. 
Yep. Or the legendary moment when Mud, who doesn't play anymore, wailed out on Django, and then they, but he didn't wail out on Houndstooth. But then they put Django and Houndstooth on the same same uh, node, so he had to farm it anyways, despite wailing out on the Django. <laughs> that was that was a great moment. That kind of unrelated, but I was just like, oh, there's a funny, there's a funniness here. Yeah. yeah. Um, to answer your question, though, um, I. I do feel similarly in some respects when rewards are given out to help other people for things I already have. I'm like, man, like I already, I already worked my butt off to get that and spent my resources. And like, I'm, I'm just getting these shards turned into shard shop currency and they're saving thousands of, uh, get currency, which is going to be way more beneficial. Um, but by the same time, it's not massively ridiculous. I think something like, galactic legends tickets isn't a bad option because those carry over um as ig88 discovered when he was unlocking jml he his tickets that he had acquired while farming for ray um carried over for jml so he started out with some number of tickets so giving people tickets isn't actually bad because whenever you do get another galactic legend which is just something we can guarantee to come out at this point and keep being and keep coming out uh, we will have those as resource available to to use it. So to me, that one seems like a totally fine reward, and I'd be okay with it. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I don't have any of them yet. I am working towards SLKR, and I think I have five of the characters now in their relic levels, but not to where they need to be. So slowly working those, but I'm also trying to balance the game, and I should have... Um, gas seven star or relic seven by uh, hopefully this time next week he's r6 i just got him to r6 so nice oh nice so it's about a week i have found to get all the other stuff and then just depends on which event drops on monday that if i can do the challenge tier two and three Mm -hmm. to get a little bit extra so and how nice the cantina shard farming goes for me (laughs) it will probably be okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> until you're almost done and then it'll suck yeah and then it's like none none two okay great but thanks, i need guys i need three and they're like yep <laughs> yep i need seven okay throw out three none throw out three uh none throw out three two oh, so did one drop two or did i get one and one and nothing <laughs> <laughs> random number generators they're always after you yeah it's true uh, um, so how about the next topic, the shard economy changes. So they're, they're looking at trying to help the people that are coming into the game, get some of the original characters faster, which I think is a good thing. Yeah. N- now there are a few characters I am still trying to seven star. That is one thing I've wanted from the beginning of me starting the game is all characters at seven stars. And I'm still missing a few, but I have most of them seven star. Good luck. Some on still- Cam. <laughs> <laughs> We'll talk in two years, right? Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> was this the one year anniversary of the light side? Is that what someone was saying? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that someone was... find. Yeah. And some guild is now finally doing that last mission on the very end. <laughs> yeah. They're doing the Nexu battle for yeah. the first time ever. I think Arnold was the one who mentioned it. And he's like, the first look at a Nexu for us. Hooray. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Insane. 
You're like, my guild will get to try that in like a year and a half. So, okay. <laughs> yep. We'll try it eventually. Maybe. Yeah. So I don't think I have a problem with them doing the double drops and increasing it to two on all these. And they have said for any new characters coming in, they'll still be one shard drop for about a year and then they'll upgrade them. So it's like a legendary going into the journey guide in a way. Yeah, I think my biggest concern with it is it's going to hurt my shard shop currency overall. Um, well, maybe not by a whole lot, but are are there not are they going to be doubling drops from raids? Is that what they said? No, no those but those are be... worth double. Oh, they're worth double right. in the shard so, shop. Okay, so anything that is doesn't have its drop rate or not drop rate, but uh, anything that doesn't drop double will reward double in order to compensate. Okay, so then Galactic War should drop double though, right? Like it, Correct. Because I know in some of those nodes you can get like a shard of Hoth Rebel Scout or something like that, so now you'll get two or something. Right. Okay, mm-hmm. so then maybe I misunderstood. It sounds like they're balancing the economy <clears throat> correctly. I was concerned that I would have a lower income of shards or at least maybe a slightly greater income of shards, but ultimately netting me less buying power with my shard shop currency and was kind of like that is disappointing i would like to have more buying power with my shard shop currency but um it sounds like that's not going to be an issue so to me it's it's not a big deal uh i am concerned about the gear crunch though for new players having that those characters boosted to seven stars is fine but doesn't do anything to combat the gear you're gonna need for those characters that was going to be my my next statement is is it's the gear crunch is still real. Yeah, it absolutely so is. Kind of to to build off what Mudbum said, uh, the uh, for for new characters, it'll be kind of normal, and you know that's that's fine. I understand wanting to to make new characters a little bit more exclusive, um, but for the old characters, that's you know that's huge for for both new players and longtime players, you know, be able to finish off a character they just never got around to to doing. Uh, my my biggest complaint is probably that ships uh, aren't included in the double drops. They're all going to be the just normal. So any node that is a ship and a character, you'll still have to farm for the normal length of time, like Django and Houndstooth. Or uh, Matt. Or, yeah, Matt and his fighter. Those, those kind of nodes are going to be not wasteful because you'll be getting you know good shard shop currency while you wait for the ship to catch up but it's going to be kind of annoying um that the ships are going to lag behind and then as far as shard shop you know currency for those of us who have a lot of seven stars um they they said they fixed the bronzium issue which is great but they didn't fix it for full character drops just for like the singles that come through bronzium so it yep. still is a slight nerf to Bronzium overall, which is really unfortunate. Um, not that there's necessarily anything they could do. Like they could change and just do number of shards rather than a full character unlock, but you know that's probably more more expensive than they're willing to do. Uh, but I think overall it will be good changes. Um, but yeah, definitely want to see something with the gear crunch, which maybe. We'll see with uh, the changes they have for uh, other game modes and stuff like that. Yeah, and the, the hard part with the gear crunch now, even now for me, is now all the relicking. I'm starting to run out of 
some of the material that I had 6,000 of or the other ones that they don't want me to use for a specific item. I have like 6,000 sitting over here, but I can't use it to make the thing that I need 40 of, which drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they uh, it's it's funny because relicking the things that are going to get you are the uh, carbonite circuit boards and the bronzium <clears throat> wirings. Those are what are going to bite you in the butt because uh, you look at it and you're like, yeah, I've got like 3000 of these things, but that 3000 diminishes quickly and they don't give you a huge number of slicing materials or sorry, um, relic materials. So those go real fast as you relic characters. And I'm sure you're finding that out. So I'm definitely yep. like, uh, when is this going to really hurt me? And at what point am I just like, am I going to need to farm just gear to get those pieces? Cause at some point I know I'm going to have to. And I, I've done that in the past with, um, um, like getting tickets. I use the ticket farming to, as my opportunity to get this relic material and these gear pieces. But, uh, you know, it still doesn't fully cover the cost for the next galactic legend I need to get or something similar. It's kind of insane. Yeah, it's 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 crazy to see when you're seeing some of these material that I've been collecting day one because they're in the challenges that come up on Monday, Thursday and Sunday. So there's a few of those pieces that I had like 10,000 of and then in, I can't use it for anything because they don't even let me use it in the shard exchange rate for the item that I need it for. So unless I'm doing something wrong, maybe I need to figure out which one to go find somewhere. That's one of the other things I don't like. I always have to try to do the math out of, is it better to have the full piece and then try to, or is it use all the lower material? And then I wish you could go in and upgrade some of the things in that menu say, cause there's one, um, T three M four. I use him to do the one that you get a lot of for like, is it the third one? the third relic material piece in the line. Yeah. It's the third or the fourth one. Yeah, There's one of the one. like blue, the blue pieces that's mm-hmm. like Mark seven. So T three and four is like my guy that if I go past him, uh, I can't, far, I can't make that anymore to the full piece. Yeah, I have to work I, up. I uh, use Lobot for that. <laughs> yeah. So Lobot. I wish there was a way in there. You could combine your gear pieces in there. If you wanted to, that would be a nice little upgrade to that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that I, I would love to see some sort of upgrade there because that is, that is definitely the big crunch as I see it. Um, the, the expensive gear pieces, stun guns, carbontes, those all kind of come naturally from raids and whatnot. So at a minimum, you're, you're kind of getting that and you, you can buy it in the store. Um, like all those valuables are available in guild stores, get stores, shard shop stores, but you know, it, it seems like a waste of material. Like, Oh, I'm going to spend like 186 shard shop currency on this piece. That's a piece of junk. That's literally going to get turned into more material for slicing and ultimately give you a much lower return on investment. So it's like, I kind of want to see like a, Hey, you know, you might be able to buy some of these relic slicing materials. Um, in the next new shop that's coming out and for galactic challenges, I think what's the galactic challenges. They said the shop was coming for. Yeah. 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 I think that would be cool to see some like relic slicing materials available there, but who knows? Maybe, maybe they'll add it. Maybe they won't. Let me turn in some SIM tickets for relic materials. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that would be, be wonderful. Yes, please. 
Because I'm finally over 100,000 SIM tickets, which I never thought would happen. I'd, I'd literally give them like 100,000 SIM tickets for 100 Electrium components. I'd, I would be like, yep, take it. I'll take it. Uh, all right. So they, along with their road ahead, they talked about challenge tier raids finally coming. They have rumored, I believe, the Rancor coming for a while that they would do a upgraded raid for this. And I feel... We need a new raid or at least a new challenge tier to these raids. And so it's kind of cool that they are going back and doing the Rancor, updating the graphics. And it's going to be separate from the Rancor raid, which I think is a good thing because that way new players can still come in and get their Han Solo shards. But it makes me wonder what they're going to give for the challenge tier. Is it no Han Solo? Is it a new character? Or is it going to be the Relicate material that they say that we're going to get as part of a reward for this? Yeah, there's a lot of ambiguity with the challenge tier raid. Um, one, exactly how it will be updated. It said it will update the existing boss mechanics, which to me reads as they're going to make it not just like healthier, stronger, and faster, <laughs> but they're actually going to give it some flavor and say, oh, here's a new ability it does, or here's a debuff it applies, or here's a thing. So that adds a little bit of excitement where theory crafting will become important again. Um but the other part is they say it's going to reward relic eight materials. Um, is that all it's going to reward? Is it going to also reward gear that the rancor would normally reward? Um, and even how these relic materials work is uh, a bit of an ambiguous problem. Like, is it going to be another stack? So effectively we have to provide another 10 Zimbiddle, 20 Electrium, all the other components, all the data signals and this relicate material, or is it only going to be this relicate material? So it's that part is also in my mind, another important distinction I'd like to, to learn and see uh, before I like finalize my opinions on it um, as it can have a pretty polarizing effect, depending on which one they choose in my mind. Yeah. I think it's definitely going to be very important um, how this raid works with rewards uh, my hope is that it's uh, relic 8 is mostly made out of stuff that we already have access to so uses maybe 15s and biddles or you know whatever and some more of the blue fragment data and all that kind of stuff um, rather than a new material itself not that i'd be opposed to that per se but i feel like they should give people the option to use this material to kind of boost up their number of Relic 7s because it's already really hard to get to Relic 7 for the majority of players. Obviously, there's whales who have everything maxed, which, you know, good for them, but... Uh, <laughs> good, good for them. <laughs> we, we, need, we need something to help, help people kind of get caught up, basically, to that Relic 7 spot since... Um, relic material they've been pretty stingy with uh light side tb gives a little bit but not much and the same with the the um, challenge tiers of assault battles but i'm super excited for the for the actual raid itself i think it will be super fun uh, i expect to see it you know immune to turn meter removal stuff like that i wouldn't be shocked if they work in um the bleeding mechanic from the nexu and give that to the Rancor and maybe make his Devour a little bit of a longer cooldown. That way you don't have your whole team eaten in 20 turns. <laughs> yeah, that would be kind of miserable. You're like, well, I'm on a hard time limit and it's it's just going to be 
there's nothing I can do. That would really suck. But I, I am also really excited. And IG88 and I have already uh, expressed our interest together in Discord. And we've been talking about it. And um, we're optimistic that the room for theory crafting is going to be sufficient to uh, satisfy our, our needs. Th- that's one of the big fun things I've had in the game is finding fun teams that can tackle uh, different phases of raids. So like when it, Heroic Sith first dropped... Um, figuring out how to actually down it was one of the most fun parts I remember about the game. Uh, me, IG88, Grieg, and Felswarm, Mud, Vare, a whole bunch of us hopped in a Discord call together, and we all just were, were like, okay, send in your P1 teams now, all right? We're going to, okay, wait, So this is at like, you need to get 13%, or else we're not going to, like, we had it fully mathed out to, to kill this raid, and it was, oh man, that was some of the best memories I have of the game, and I'm hoping this will be something similar i agree man i remember the first time bc took down the sith raid and we were it was just that moment of achievement and it was just so awesome we're you know you're watching discord and i'm trying to work and do other things but it's like hey everybody go in now p3 you've got to drop the semen you need to get your five thousand, you know percent damage or five percent damage and get your five thousand points or whatever and get out and then we need to save these teams for this this phase and then all of a sudden, it just starts rolling, and then you're swarming in Treyas shards. Yep. What was the P3 team called? The um, the Chex the, mix. Chex mix. That's mix. it. Yeah, Chex yep. mix. Yep. I was like, it's not Death Cheese. I was like, what the hell is it called? Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that. I knew I was like Death Mark. I'm like cheese. I'm like, it's not. It's definitely not that. But it's a snack or something. <laughs> Chex mix. Yep. I, I do feel we need a new raid. I know we've talked about like they need a like Death Star raid or something to add in ships. Yeah, oh, they really do. Um, I I don't know why they haven't done that. To me, having like a, a state change to pre- like it, it seems like preventing a solo can be pretty easily done and you can make the um, raid fun for people just by literally adding in ships. And you go and you say, hey, like fate, like you, you have to bring in a new team each phase. Like your team won't carry over. You can bring in your team in phase one. And sure, if it solos phase one, fine. But your your team is done. And now you have to send in a new squad. So your phase, the phases in the battle now have like kind of a limit on it in terms of what you can bring in. And so if you solo it, great. But you can't just solo an entire raid anymore. Um, that kind of limits the ability to have this solo potential that's not strictly like oh we're gonna buff up the raid so much that it discourages you from playing entirely but also looping but this also gives you the room to loop in ships in a way that actually makes sense and then your raid can be more like an actual raid where you're bringing in these platoons to conquer these different areas of battle so you could literally recreate uh the siege of the death star and the first part can maybe the siege of the death star is not a great example because there's not a lot of land components happening but um um, maybe like ah, Geonosis also has all of the territory battles built around it, but you get what I'm saying. There's right? a lot of battles. We we could find one, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. easily a battle you can choose that has both space components. I guess like Rogue One might be a good yeah, example. That's what came to my mind, Scarif. Yeah, is the Rogue One battle. You can recreate that as a raid and it will make sense, you know, and it'll be cool to relive those events and bring in your different squads to take care of those phases. And at the very end, Vader just destroys you. Yeah, you lo- <laughs> at the end, you lose anyways. 
<laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> he just goes merciless, and you're like, it doesn't matter who you bring in, he just one-shots you. <laughs> uh, while we're on raids, there's two other things I want to say about this. Uh, they did come out along with the Bronzium upgrade that IGDA just mentioned. They did say, with the update next week, uh, the HAAT will become simmable, which I'm excited for, but also... It's one of those things that if I have time, I like to do it because it gives me a little something extra to do. But then also, I if I don't, I can't solo it and come in potentially first in my guild anymore. So it's kind of disheartening for me because I don't have the clones all up to snuff to be able to solo it. And my solo team is sometimes not good enough. <laughs> so I'm looking forward, forward to something hopefully similar to Rancor with the simmable rewards there. Yeah, you got to imagine it's like exactly the same. They're going to do it as like uh, everybody gets the mid tier, like rank 10 to 15 or whatever it was rewards. Um, Mm -hmm. I imagine they would do the exact same thing. And I'm kind of happy about it because tank is has literally just been a okay, click play and wait 20 minutes or 15 minutes. And you, you just can't do anything else until then. You have to just wait. And then if you get first, you get crap. You just get more Mark IV um, (coughs) Sinar, like shower drains that you don't need more of. (laughs) And you're just like this, like the rewards are not very good unless you strike it rich on the gold balls. But otherwise, (laughs) it's like, God, get a lot of those gold balls. The gold balls are amazing. That is the one good thing about the the heroic AAT is gold balls. But otherwise, it's, it's all literal garbage. And then the last thing I'll say about uh, a new raid that I would dread as I've been guild leader for two years, when there's a new raid that comes in, people get antsy and people start leaving and moving and it becomes very hard. It's one of those things I feel should bring the guild together, but then there's the, the several players that feel the guild's holding them back and then they go find the mega guild because the mega guild is also kicking out players that can't do it. So you know, they start uh, cherry picking out of the other farms and out of the other guilds in a way, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. that's, it's something I feel should bring the guild together, but I hate it because it can tear guilds apart. It, yeah, there's definitely it absolutely a, can. Oh, go ahead. No, you, you go first. IG88. Yeah. There's definitely, you know, that, that underlying strain where, you know, your more competitive players are always, especially, especially free to play competitive players. Actually, they're, they're always looking to, get as much as possible because it's their only way to stay on top yep yep um and i you know i've been on both sides of the equation i've been in in the guild that lost players because the guild couldn't complete whatever content was was needed to stay on top and i've been that guy that's like well this guild isn't cutting it i'm gonna have to go elsewhere you know i did that to go get my treya i came back but you know i for a couple months i was gone because i wanted to get treya as soon as possible so it's definitely a tough balance, and I think most guilds uh, will probably lose a few people. But as long as as the theory crafting is there and you have a plan and effort, you should see you know minimal shuffling in in good guilds at least. Yeah, yeah. I thought I think uh, to expand on exactly what IG eighty eight said, um, a lot of the str- a lot of the strength from being in a guild or just hanging out and building relationships with people in your guild has come from these new raids and the challenges they presented exactly like what I was saying with the Sith raid, where 
Um, there were only so many of us who had the strength in with JTR to be able to down phase one of the Sith raid. And so we had to make sure that those people were getting at least like 12% on phase one or else we just trivially couldn't do it. Um, so we, so that effort was a lot of fun because we were all on discord at the same time. We're all messaging each other. It might've been during work hours. It might've been, um, who knows what we were doing, but we were all there talking with each other and theorizing and planning. And, and that was a wonderful opportunity for us to bring, um, cohesion but i do understand that there are people who are not as invested in the game there are people who also pay to win and so for them it's not as big of a challenge they'll just go whatever i'll go to the mega guild but um i i hope that it doesn't wreak havoc on the guilds and i hope that this can be an opportunity for all of us to grow yeah and then being on the other side uh, i did help with the recruiting at some points and then you get the guys that are out there I only have like Jedi Knight Revan at gear nine, but I need to be in a guild that's getting 36 stars in light side GOTB. Yeah. And, and I need to get first in the, the Sith raid and the heroic Sith raid. And if that doesn't work, I can't join your guild. Yeah. Like, you know, like dude, your roster like is crap. (laughs) Yep. Yep. I've seen that a lot. It's, it's hilarious. Yeah. I just saw one of those the other day. Someone, I think they were under a million looking for a 300 million guild and like, Oh, I'll, I'll have Revan soon. I'm like, you have nothing to offer a 300 million guild. Like, <laughs> you, you need to adjust your expectations. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's like, you may think you might be good at the game and that's fine. But at some point you, you literally cannot overcome the numbers. You just can't. And I'm sorry. You just, <laughs> unless you're willing to throw out tens of thousands of dollars it's not happening. Right. Uh, well, that was a good chat on the, the raid stuff that's coming up. Yeah. Uh, then the next thing on the road ahead is Mandalorian season two. Mm-hmm. So we got Quill for the, the previous two weekends and now we're getting IG 11 this weekend and next weekend. And then they have also announced Moff Gideon is coming as a marquee event, which we haven't had in forever. <laughs> a marquee event is, <laughs> I can't yeah, remember the last good. marquee event. Good. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, they they totally flipped it because with the old Republic, it was was marquee like every. Piet was (laughs) the most recent one, right? Yeah, 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 it was Piet. Yeah, yeah, for Galactic uh, Legend Luke, right? And and Sith Eternal Emperor. Yeah, exactly. Yep, he was the most recent marquee we had. Yeah, and that was three months ago at this point. Four months ago. Oh, it was more than that. It's probably closer to six. Well, because he was on the accelerated schedule, he was the first tune to come out that they were trying. And that's oh, where we're all right, trying to guess yeah. about the the Galactic Legend drop because we were all thinking it would be beginning of this month, and it was actually like beginning of last month. Yeah, they were just like, "Here it is," and I'm like, well, "What do you mean?" <laughs> so, do you think? I mean, you talked about it, you know, Imperial Troopers. Do you think Moff Gideon's going to raise that faction up? Do you think they'll put him somewhere else? They will give him an Empire tag. Well, that's the tough part. Technically, the Empire's dead, but he's very much leading a squadron of empire units. So uh, if they don't give him an empire tag, I don't know where you would put him. Like he, he I don't know what tag you would give him. If not empire, the, the um, empire is dead, but nobody told the empire. So yeah. uh, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I think they just didn't know. <laughs> I think he will get the trooper tag. Cause currently we're sitting at nine troopers. So with him, that would form two teams. Um, 
we'll see if that you know it's two usable teams, but it'll be two teams. Um, you gotta so, imagine he's gonna have a leadership ability. Yeah, too. almost certainly. He'll either so, have a leadership or he'll be one of those guys with a unique that is a leadership, a leadership burrito. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, hey, uh, if I have Imperial Trooper allies, they're just going to get a bunch of speed and offense for. Right. Um, and you're like, oh, okay. So you're a leader. No, no, no. That's just my unique. Oh, okay. Um, sure. Fine. Yeah. I, I think it would be awesome to give him the Incinerator Trooper if they brought that in with him from the end of season oh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah. That'd the be a good with the flamethrower. I've been, yeah. I've been waiting for a, a flame, either First Order or Empire. Just some flame trooper of some kind would be amazing. I know. I don't think they figured out how to make the animation for it. It's just been a nightmare for them. Like, you know what? Fine. We're not. It's not happening. You guys get this one instead. <laughs> we gave you a magma trooper. He doesn't really do anything with fire. Just throws out some some bombs or whatever. I can't remember what he does. I haven't used magma trooper in forever. <laughs> throws grenades and gains a bunch of turn meter for bullshit situations, basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess maybe put a spoiler alert here and just uh, any other... You know, so if someone's listening and they they haven't watched Mandalorian, I don't know if you guys are up to speed. I haven't uh, seen I haven't wa- the episode that came out today. Neither but I've have seen I. Up to that, you one. guys are so slow, man. Uh, yeah, I'm well, gonna watch it after this podcast recording. Yeah, I, exactly. I did it right before. <laughs> Damn, I knew I should have. Yeah. So up through season or episode three, season two, episode three. Is there a character now or that they missed in season one that you guys want to add? Season one. Honestly, like the main character that I would want to see is not a character, but in fact a ship. I would love to get Razor Crest in here. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yes. I would love to see Razor Crest. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the only season one thing I'd like to see. That they haven't announced yet to have them add in, other than the things we talked about now, Moff Gideon and uh, maybe an inc- the Incinerator yeah. Trooper. I, I expect right. we'll get um, the Beskar Mando. As a legendary or epic confrontation or or something, um, the armor, the the armor would a be second, cool. A second character of yeah. Mandalorian wearing the Beskar armor, yeah. Oh wait, the oh so the Beskar version of Mando, correct? Yeah. Oh, I see. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I was like, wait, what? The armorsmith might be a kind of a cool character. Yeah, yeah I had no, too, that'd though. be super cool. As I would a support unit. I would take. That would be really neat any number of Mandalorians because the more they put in the game, the more likely they are to add a tag in synergy. Yes. Right. Yes. I would love to see Mandalorian synergy. That would be wonderful. Well, and now again, spoiler alert for the last episode. If, if you haven't watched Mando, we're giving you a spoiler alert, like Bo-Katan, you mm-hmm. know, that would be, Oh that'd yeah. Be amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't remember Sasha Banks's character, but I was like, Hey, it's Sasha Banks. And she did a drop kick. <laughs> she was, um, no, oh, I forget. It was one of the man. It was another Mandalorian, but I, I would love and wouldn't be terribly surprised. Uh, they say, it says we've still got a few ingots of Beskar save for some surprises, and there may be a few more friends coming from the Mandalorian yet, which to me really reads as, hey, Bo-Katan's going to show up, and I imagine there's another character that's going to show up who was mentioned at the end of the most recent episode, which mm-hmm. would be Ahsoka Tano. Yeah, she's. They already have two versions of her in the game, but she is a huge character who's gained a ton of popularity and love throughout the um, throughout her whole character development. And I think has really just become one of those uh, started out as the annoying, like nobody really wanted to deal with her kind of characters to like one of the most badass Jedi's in the galaxy that you just want more of. So I I would love to see a Mandalorian version of Ahsoka Tano show up, but we'll see. 
Yeah, I agree. Now, another cool raid idea to actually have you use your Tuskins and the new Mando and do a raid <laughs> based on the new episode one of the season. That would be kind of funny. Yeah, I like how I got AG8. That would be amazing. <laughs> that would be fantastic. That would be so funny. I honestly like, so I like the story kind of raids that they've done, but I wouldn't be mad if they did some disjointed raids that were just fun, like doing a creature raid where you fight, you know, a crate dragon and then you fight um, a mud horn and then you fight, uh, I don't know, gooberfish. <laughs> or a nest of gundarks or something, you know, just yeah, 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 just something that would be fun. Awesome. That, yeah. There's some variability to it, too. If you have enough creatures, you could randomize the raid so you don't really know what you're gonna draw, right? It's like, oh, you have four phases, you'll face four different unique encounters, you've got to kill them all, but we're not gonna tell you until you've launched the raid yeah. what they are, right? Yeah, a pool of like 10 of 10 creatures, and you have to fight four of them. Yep, yeah, that'd be cool, exactly. Yeah, I think that'd be a lot of fun. I would totally enjoy that, especially if they have unique mechanics similar to the Rancor did where you smash the gate on it. Um, you know, for the the dragon, you could have the the bombs under the ground mechanic or um, I guess the way they actually solved it with the, um, I don't even know what the name of the, the ram, the yak creature was. It was a... Bantha. Uh, was it a Bantha? Yeah was a bantha yeah just putting all the bombs in the bantha and having that get swallowed up that would be pretty cool yeah i always or, love those yeah those are cool i was just thinking it'd be cool to have the minox flying at you <laughs> and then you have to get in you know and you have to do so much damage and be able to get into the falcon and get out of the slug and then <laughs> then you can do a ship phase where you fight the space slug <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to escape the space trash and boba fett that some, would be so some great. great ideas. CG, I hope you're listening to this. Um, <laughs> Mud Bum and I had the same idea. <laughs> uh, all right, we're getting close to an hour, but we're down to the last topic, the future of Galactic Challenges. So those have been in the game for, what, a month now or so? Maybe a month and a half? Ba- yeah, know, ba- something like beta. that. Are you guys happy with it? Uh, it's not really the mode they promised us and i know they're still tweaking it and they've got some changes coming up but so far are you guys happy with the galactic challenges so i'm not like happy compared to what it they made it sound like but for what they are and you know for the for the foreseeable future until early next year um for what they are they're fine i feel like that's it's a decent balance of reward to time taken and it is some of them not all of them some of them are kind of fun to replay and try different stuff see what works see who can solo and stuff like that so i i enjoy them for what they are currently i wish they were more towards what cg made them sound like and i'm hoping that that's kind of what they're trying to get it to more of a a daily um puzzle basically yeah. Yeah, I think I'm with IG88 here. Um they were not exactly what I was expecting and in some sense a letdown. Um I think that the improvements that they've been making though or the changes they've been making have been very nice towards the players. It sounds like they've been listening. Um the 
uh, fact that you don't need to, oh, I forget what one of the big one was, but like not all the feats um, are impossible. Like they, they took away the relic requirement on the feats. That was huge. The fact that they were, yep. they were like, you need to have relic five characters to get rewards. Like why? That's yeah, not that a was, feat. That's, that, that's wasn't, a, that was that's a stupid feat. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't even a feat. A, a better feat would be to beat it with lower geared characters because you are supposed to beat it with high geared characters. So that was that was a great change. Um, and then uh, including the slicing mats and changing up the feats that you need to do was also kind of nice. So we'll see. Hopefully they, they can make it turn into something that's actually um, what it, they like what IG88 said, what they made it seem like it was going to be and more of a daily puzzle rather than like, a, OK, here's your weekly thing that Supreme Leader Kylo Ren can kill. You're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I kind of agree with you guys. And I really, and I, when I say kind of, I really do. It's just been, yeah, I hated the relic gate there at the beginning. Cause you're like, I would be like, I would love that gear that's sitting there, but I can't take in my high level guy here because you won't give it to me because I don't have a relic seven boss. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's not powerful enough to take it down anyway. So great. <laughs> but I'm intrigued by the autocomplete feature that they said they're going to add. So if you do beat it on tier six, it's going to give you everything from tier one through six. So you don't have to sit there and do each round. Because that, that was kind of annoying today. But it was also interesting in a way in a puzzle to try to figure out how to get 40 detonators out with my characters where they are at on that very first tier. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. And I was like, I got to take in basically Zam and one other person, and that's it. And if they were any stronger, and like take off mods because that's going to make her stronger. Yep. <laughs> or just put in the Jawas and hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because this one was just thermal detonators. It didn't have to be bounty hunters with thermal mm-hmm. gen- detonators. Right. Just so, thermal. I deaths. totally forgot about Jawas. Should have tried that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, that's what I was saying. Is how I that's how I might beat tier seven and get the rewards is just bring in like Ray and some Jawas and be like, okay, well, just you know, do your thing. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good tip for anybody if this comes out before this is done. Yeah, if you guys are looking for advice on how to do it, Ray and Jawas might be a good option here for getting your thermal debts out. Yeah, only for and the higher tiers though. Yeah. And then they said they're going to do the new end of event reward system. So depending on how much you beat in the event, you'll get better rewards at the end is what it sounds like. So, mm-hmm. but it, but they also put in there a new type of currency from completing combat missions. And I'm like, uh, cause part of me felt they did the mod slicing to six D in CBA way too early for GC, but. Maybe it's about the right time, but I'm still at a point where I'm like, I don't have a ton of mod six or, you know, six dot mods. Yeah, I don't either. I don't have nearly as many as a lot of players at similar GP as me, which is disappointing. But yeah, I am like, oh, I might just be getting six A mods faster than I have like my six dot mods. Yeah. (laughs) One one, uh, I think, interesting thing about the, the end of event reward that they kind of mentioned that they, they're switching to is um, it mentions, you know, however much you complete affects the chest that you get, which makes it sound kind of like it's going to be like a raid box of gear. 
which could be really big if instead of you know two and three pieces of whatever they happen to choose for that week it's just going to be you know up to rng but at least a good chance of getting some of that gear that we that we all really need um so that that could be really good and it also could be a good opportunity to add large amounts of the low you know green and and blue gear so that we can sacrifice those to the java god for more relic material yes please or just give us the ability to buy some of that those relic materials with the new shard currency like if if they have electrium components for that new shard currency or that new shop currency i can imagine that would be probably where i'd spend that currency yeah that would be huge i mean that gear crunch there in and of itself is just so tight because you're like well i i don't need this right now but when I get my next gear 12, I probably will. And I still have some relic pieces to go. So, you know, it's going to take me another month just to get this guy a relic level or two because I need these freaking Electrium components. And there's no way to get them other than like heroic Sith raids, basically. Or crystals. There's always <sighs> crystals. <laughs> there's always crystals. Those crystal people love them. Well, guys, I think that was pretty much the road ahead. I, I think that we in this. Is there anything else you guys want to touch on in the road ahead that we didn't cover? Um, I think we covered it pretty in depth. Yeah. I don't think there's yeah. anything else. Yeah, um, I'm hoping to good. see the dark saber make an appearance, but we'll, we'll yeah. see. Um, let's theorycraft for a second. If you guys got a minute, uh, sure. What do you think the next two Galactic Legends will be? Master Obi Wan and Fallen Anakin. Yeah. Almost certainly, that's, easily. That's that's where that's where I would go. And if it wasn't those, what do you, what would you do next? Baby Anakin and Jar Jar. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking Jar Jar, and then uh, maybe like Captain Panaka or something. We need something from like the bo- is it Boss Nass from the the first movie? Yeah, Boss Nass. <laughs> yeah, I, I could see them Yusa, if they don't do, do prequels. I could see them doing. Um, something from either Knights of the Old Republic or you know some other popular Star Wars video game, and just pull some characters in from those. Yeah, I don't know what they would do from Knights of the Old Republic though. With already bringing out Revan, it's like well, and Malak, it's like you've already right. played your trump cards. You can't just be like, uh, we're gonna make a new Karth. Like I don't. <laughs> Like, I don't know. Yeah, well, they're they're not afraid to do uh, extra versions of people, so. No, they aren't, which is totally fair. Um, yeah, I don't know who they would do after Fallen Anakin and Master Obi-Wan. They could potentially, let's see. Any pairing I think of is just going to include someone that already exists. Like, you know, yeah. you, you could do Palp and Yoda, or you could do, you know... I mean, there's not really a lot of options from like the the original trilogy other than Vader, Palpatine, and Luke. So, but we already have a good number of versions of all those characters, except for Vader. I guess we could get always more Vaders. You know what? Yeah. I would actually really like to see. I don't know who the pairing would be for this character, but a Galactic Legend Cal Kestis would be pretty That'd be amazing sweet from Jedi Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. I don't know who you put as the enemy. Maybe Darth Vader. Um, like a Galactic you could Legend do Vader. you could do Vader. You could do uh, oh, I forget where the, her name is, but the yeah, the sorcerer, the, yeah. the Inquisitor. Uh, 
the the second sister. Uh, the, yeah. the the one from the the end of the game. That's what's her uh, name? It's the the fallen uh, Padawan. Uh, yeah, she's she's the second sister as as an Inquisitor. I can't think of her mm-hmm. real name though. Right. Yeah, let me see. I'm I'm looking it up right now. Just as a side note, the more <laughs> the more Inquisitors, they they just need to add all of them. I want the eighth brother, the Grand Inquisitor, just, just all of yeah. them. That'd be that'd be so much fun. Trilla. Yeah. Trilla. That's Trilla. Right. Trilla. That's yeah. Oh yeah. my God. I, Atrilla and Cal Kestis would be actually a really awesome um, piece of content for them to do and to release as Galactic Legends. That would be pretty sweet. Um, it's hard to say that it's hard to make the case that Trilla is a Galactic Legend. She is very strong, but um, the impact she had wasn't really as good as what Cal did, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe maybe you could make that case. But Cal is definitely of a power level where i could say he might be a galactic legend but still there's an untapped media there that i really feel they need to invest into it would just oh my god there are so many good characters in in that game mm-hmm. uh, i didn't watch all of clone wars yet so i haven't watched episode or season seven is there anybody from like bad batch or anything that you guys would want to have in there i don't know if you guys have watched season seven of clone wars either yeah, um, Bad Batch. I would love to see as a, a team come mm-hmm. out. I don't think they're Galactic Legend capability, but I could easily. Yeah, see now we're that. just kind of going with characters we want at this point. I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean they they provide they're a really fun squad to watch on TV, and it would they all have very unique capabilities, which can easily be ported over to Swago. It, it was basically like a volleyball set that was just beautiful. It's just waiting for them to to spike it. And it's a guaranteed point. It's just, yep, it's it's right there. It's right there. It's it's ripe for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Yeah, I would definitely definitely like to see some of that, and um, just in general, like all of the all the ancient Sith, some of which are you know technically no longer canon, but uh, it'd, it'd be great to get like Darth Bane and Darth Plagueis, some of these great Sith that are, are mentioned or briefly shown in Clone Wars and even the the movies. Um, it'd just be really cool to get some of those guys. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome to see as well. The characters that are mentioned, that would be really neat. I, I don't know. They have a lot of options. CG still has a bit of areas to tap into for characters. Yeah, I'm going off of the new Black Series figures that keep coming out. So they've done the Mandalorian Super Commando that's got the Maul-type spikes on their helmets mm-hmm. on the top, and the Mandalorian Loyalist. So, again, I, I'm with IG-88. That'd be cool to have a lot more Mandalorians in the game and give them their yep. own tag. Yeah, Vizsla. We need him. Yeah, Pre Vizsla <laughs> would be a great character as well. I would not mind having him show up. Yeah, Again, and so if you brought in Snoke at this point, I don't know if you could bring him in as a galactic legend. Do you I guys? I don't think so. I no. think the, the most you can do with him is a marquee, maybe two marquees. Yeah, either a marquee, you might be able to spin him off as a legendary or a journey character, but he, he doesn't have enough content in the movie. He is good, but uh, I think best you make him a legendary, like a Chewbacca type thing. Like, yeah, he's good, but... You know he's not a he's not a journey character. He's not going to be a galactic legend because he doesn't have that pairing. Yeah, his, his pairing is like Episode Seven Kylo, which is not a galactic legend. Yeah, 
Uh, one other question I, that just came to mind. We did get Chewbacca with 3PO. Would you be against it if they did, say, Luke with Yoda and did a <laughs> Jedi Jedi training Luke or some other? What other two characters would you like to see them combine if they did more like the, the Chewie and C-3PO, if you could think of any? Uh, uh, I'd like to see Jar Jar and Dead B1 Battle Droid as a combo. <laughs> that would actually be great. That would actually uh, be great. Get I'd, R2 dragging yeah. C-3PO's head from the, the Battle of Geonosis. <laughs> yep, that too. Wait for me! Yeah, I, off the top of my head, I can't think of a lot of combos other than you know Luke and, and Yoda. Yeah. But some of those yeah. kind of weird, just briefly together characters, it's definitely creative. And, and I, I like Chupio a lot. He's really cool. And I would love to see some more characters like that. What oh, was cool. the um uh what's the the boss the monster in Darkseid TV that the Geo's face? Uh the, the Ackley or the Ackley, yeah. The Ackley, yeah. General Kenobi riding the Ackley. <laughs> was was it or was it the Reek? Which one did he ride? They were no, riding on the, the Reek. No, he rode the lizard, the bow the boga oh, or the in, Varac- in, in uh Yeah, in episode three. Yeah, yeah. General yeah, Kenobi riding that, on that. What the thing. lizard's called, but that would be pretty cool. That would be cool. That'd kind of a combo, but. Yeah. So we have Padme. Would you want a Queen Amadala or Padme, you know, dressed up as she is there in the Battle of Geonosis with like the ripped shirt? I know they'd probably never do that, but I think that'd be awesome to have like. I mean, I'd love there to have the... Bear Midriff Padme, but. <laughs> what do we all? <laughs> to me that feels more of like a new feature they need to expand where they can give characters skins um and you can like put skins on your characters like that outfit it would be a good one for padme um but yeah i i don't know that they're gonna do that only because most characters are fairly static in their outfits exactly um, and that's i was thinking with padme doing if you did her as queen amidala you could have it so her um what do you call it her the person that's with her, you know, they get a hit and not her. <laughs> right. I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. I think they definitely should do a queen Amidala. I think that'd be kind of cool. Um, and you know, maybe kind of Mon Mothma type where she's just not targetable and has a summon, but they'd need to add, um, some other Naboo characters, which, which I'd be fine with. I'd love to get a Naboo starfighter and Captain yeah. Panaka, Captain Panaka, Captain Typho, you know, the, the, there's so many, I feel like there's a lot of uh, prequel, and I, I know that's not necessarily all Star Wars fans' favorite era, but um, there's a lot of prequel stuff they, they could do to fill out uh, the game, and it, some of it could be really cool. Even even uh, Gungans, I think, could be a really fun faction if done right. Yeah, they could be a ton of fun. And I, I'm with you, IG. I'd like to see more from the Phantom Menace, and I think Naboo would be a great faction to touch on I'd, I'd love to have me a silver bullet uh um starship as well that padme <laughs> pilots and it'd be cool if like queen amidala had like kira knightly queen amidala and padme queen amidala <laughs> so yeah so like, decoy that'd be pretty cool yeah, yeah yeah that'd be pretty neat i would like something like that and you'd like you actually didn't know which one it was or something i don't know yeah that's what i was trying to go with she had the decoy <laughs> yeah exactly that would be that would be a pretty fun mechanic or something similar. I would love yeah, to she, see see her with some Naboo support. Yeah. All right, guys. I 
I think that's it for this side quest, unless you guys got anything else you want to touch on. But that was really fun to talk about the road ahead and just some theory crafting on what could come next in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Yeah, it was great. Um, if another road ahead comes up or more interesting stuff and you want to talk about it, you know, I'm, I'm always game. So yeah, definitely you know how a, to find me. It's a lot of fun being on here. And, uh, you know, we should be getting some more details on the challenge rancor uh, in the next month. And, you know, next couple of months in, in 2021, we should be getting some galactic challenge updates. So definitely going to be some cool stuff to talk about in the future. Yeah, definitely. Well, I enjoy having you guys in the guild. Again, we're part of the BC Alliance. So if if you are out guild farming and uh, guild hunting and you, you want to join us, uh, look us up, find us. And we've got several guilds that have, you know, different levels of play and we're in the top tier competitive guild. So uh, Mudbomb, where can people find you where you play your GAC? Yeah, if you guys want to watch any Grand Arena or uh, just want to learn anything about Star Wars, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, or what have you, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash mudbum. Uh, come by, say hi, bring a beer, and we can have a great time together and just have fun talking Star Wars and whatever you want. Hopefully you'll be able to learn a thing or two. And I try to say, boing! Boing. Oh, yeah. Squadrons is getting the boing, baby. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all yeah, right. Thing. Say say boing. If you say boing, that will be the, the your little uh, code word. And I'll know exactly where you came from. <laughs> all right. Again, Mubum, thanks for joining us. IG88, thanks again for joining us as well. And for the rest of you guys out there, remember this week you guys got a game harder. All right. Bye, guys. This show is part of the Geek Nerd Network. Geek Nerd Network. Find more shows like it at geeknerdnetwork.com. This is Jen.